niggas just died just now, bro. <laughs> like, I'm smacked. The niggas just died and resurrect- resurrected. I got happy Easter. <laughs> so, happy Easter. <laughs> oh, shit. But no, it's your girl, DJ Tag. You tuned into Missing It. Uh, I was going to start this podcast off a, a good way, but that just fucked me all the way up. I'm never going to hold you. I got hit in the head with a box. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> this nigga also fell all the way back. We shooting the podcast and I'm getting hurt. It's all right Very though. <laughs> uh, we got a uh, how many guests? We got one, two, three, and an audience member. We got three guests. Um, they all grown ass men, so I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. What's good? It's your man Jay Styles. Back on. We back on for another time. Let's get it. And we back. And we What's back. Up? What's up? This is Ace God tuning in with. Missing the podcast, you feel me? If you don't talk into this mic, yeah, I'm gonna kill you. I got you. Let me get a little bit closer so y'all can hear me. This is Ace Guy with the Missing the Podcast. You feel me? Yep, cause y'all be out here missing things, bitch. Man, it's your boy Young Gordo, man. Young Gordo, man. Gordo, 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 Gordo. Yo, how y'all doing today? I mean, I'm good. How y'all doing today? Um, I can't call I'm it. I'm very, very good. I can't. <laughs> All right, so we just gonna start it off. We just gonna we gonna start it off deep, I guess. So Jay had a question before we started recording. But I we did. about to, you know, he about to ask it again. So what is? It? So I was uh I was at school earlier today, and um we was having a conversation uh like revolving around our African American history. So I want to know like how do, how do you guys feel about the Thirteenth Amendment? Do y'all do y'all know what the Thirteenth Amendment like states? Can you say for the people? All right, cool. So. I mean, the Thirteenth Amendment basically is uh, was was set up to kind of, if I let me get this right. Um, yeah. We so I, we're I, gonna I, bring I, it I back. Okay. Just. Nah, let's get it. Okay, great. So ask your question again, Jordan. Well, actually, no. You were saying um, what the Thirteenth Amendment was. Okay. Right. So basically, the the Thirteenth Amendment states that. Um, under under the like our constitution, nobody, no neither nor black or white will be um com- like I guess you could say um, a slave in a sense. Yeah. Um, unless unless uh, like if it was if you were convicted as like a felon, like if you were uh, uh, committing crimes, basically com- like being a criminal in the United States, Facts. like everybody would be as equal under the law. And like you just te- technically you couldn't be um, in a punishment sense as a slave. Like you would literally have to be doing a crime to be convicted because at this point people are free under the like under our amendment. Now even to get a little bit deeper now, this preference like stuff that was in states and kind of international as far as war crimes too. So right, exactly. Like what that meant is no person that came into U.S. soil or that dealt with U.S. government could be held slave mm-hmm. unless they were like persecuted by the state. If in any state they were a criminal, like you got a criminal charge in the prison system, you're a slave. Like you're right. technically a slave. You're a slave so they can treat you how they want. Technically in prisons like today, they could be starving these niggas, beating them and shit, and it could be legal if we didn't li- live in like a just society. Absolutely. So my my question to you guys was how do how do y'all feel as the like towards the thirteenth amendment and our society like right now? Niggas is still slaves out here. Ah, right, so so give me give me some like like how you feel like some examples of of why you feel like like feel that way. Okay, so just like everyday shit, and this isn't even trying to get too deep, but like 
for example, I just came back from college and I'm trying to get a job in my major and like shit isn't going as peachy and creamy as as I wanted to. You feel me? Like right. it's not as easy to get that job as I want to. Mm-hmm. And like the way the system is set up, it's much easier for me as a young black man in the community I am to go get some drugs, to go get some weed or some coke, flip that shit and make the money I could make from a job real quick, like the 80s, but in the same sense, it's just as easy to get bagged up and do time like the 80s, and it's even, um, it's even more, uh, prevalent today, cause, like, niggas getting bagged for that shit every day, you riding around with a gun and some gas, like, they easily trying to throw you three to five years, cause it's like, it's another nigga out here with a clean record or whatever, we don't care, but it's another one we could put away, like, we don't gotta worry about him for this amount of time. So, do y'all remember what happened? Um, I want to say it was like the early, like nine. It was like the early nineties or like late nineties. Whenever, like whenever Bill Clinton was in office and he was um, basically trying to like, in his words, stop the like, um, like mass incarceration, like just be able to control violence in the community. Do y'all remember? Like, do y'all remember that? Niggas era? love yeah. Clinton, but that nigga wasn't for black people. So, like, I'm letting and, y'all know that right you now. Know, like. They basically he aided the majority of like the mass incarceration. Like he actually was probably Facts. one of the worst ones yeah. when it came to actually putting black people in jail. And Wasn't he still the, the president uh, after he uh, cheated on his wife? Yeah, yeah, for a second. But I think he resigned before he because he knew mm-hmm. he was going to get impeached. Let a, let a black person do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's there's over. no way Barack Obama was in It's like, if you fuck up that bad, that's <laughs> Come like on Trump. Michelle's, if they, if they get here. to the point where they really about to bag Trump and that nigga's fearing his presidency, you, you better believe like he's just going to resign. It's Trump like, got side right bitches, bro. bro. And everybody know. And this you know what's scary about him? It looked like Trump is like a president from like the early night, like yeah. 19th century. Like and he's one of our early early presidents, like Nixon. That's why people love him because like, he, it's like we haven't had a ballsy president in a second. So it's like, even though he's crazy as shit, it's like, it's kind of like for Americans, it's like, fuck it. This fuck Americans. You mean America. for, you, 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 you mean for white lip, you mean for white radicals is yeah, what you mean. For white radicals. Not for black motherfuckers. Like, trust but, me. But who, whose America is this? Let's be real. Absolutely. You feel me? Absolutely. Like, it is. It is the white Americans, but it's That's so. Why it's, the Thirteenth Amendment is set to fuck us up. You feel me? Oh like, yeah, but they reform. They reform. Like so. I, I believe they reformed the 13th Amendment to basically oppress us in more of a common light. You yeah. know, like, so we we live in a world where the terms that we're used to hearing that trigger slavery is no longer used, but they use different words to actually mean the same thing. Right. So, Coon, monkey, fucking, what else did we got? Not even that. Like, we talking about, um, like, tax breaks. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, um, oh. What? Like... <laughs> It, there's a lot of words where it comes to us trying to develop that keeps black people like that. Like, like, like for example, one of the the big things that he's trying to hit on is like EBT. Like right, the exactly. Whole thing with that, but like, like I think more but, white people use that yeah, than black people. But it's, statistically, it's mm-hmm. way more white people that use it. But it's something that's used as a stereotype. Like in, the, in else, what community? Like black people in the hood. Y'all want EBT? Y'all broke ass niggas can't afford shit. That's what it's made to to look like. But in reality. Mm-hmm. Up until the nineties or the early two thousands, black people we didn't know that white people was on EBT like we like them. Mm-hmm. Like them niggas is on it. It's a lot of nasty ass, ass homeless like, ass, 
hobo ass white ass people out here. Yeah, but doing hey, shit. They look at the communities where they so called. They live in trailer parks, my nigga. At least like in the hood, yeah, we got an apartment, bro. That's the term. Bill that's crazy. I just thought about that shit. Super predator. Super predator. While he was in. In term, and that's what was really getting black people locked up. Right, the niggas that was out there selling drugs, toting the guns, they wasn't just black people trying to find a way out of the hood. They were super predators. They right, to go to jail. And white people years. own hella like, guns, bro. Ace, yeah. Ace touched on a good hella topic guns. when it, when he was talking about <laughs> the, the crack and the cocaine. Right, so it was like when when the crack age started in the early seventies. Uh, crack rock. They literally changed the pricing on how. Coke crack and crack and was was being yeah, sold, so it saying. was like if you had pure if you had pure coke, uh, like you can have four keys of coke and it and it would equal up to the same sense of having one gram of crack. Like your jail time would be three times as strenuous if you were found with one gram of crack than having four keys of coke. And understand that the keys as a black person way though. more. So it's like if you were white or you were rich with the access to kilos of coke, like. Fuck it, yeah. You can have a little, uh, you know what I'm saying, some powder or a bag of powder in your car, and it's like, they not really seeing you to shit. Because it was the rich drug. with a crack rock in your pocket, it's like... It's over. Yeah, You're getting a mandatory minimum. Take it by your Mandatory minimum. And that's what's crazy. Because like, like, that's, that's why this struck me so hard, because a lot of people don't understand or notice the fact that... The system that is actually in place right now. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally meant for if you were not... A menace to society to live as though you are a menace of society. But another is, example is like why. we didn't have no protection as slaves, and we still don't. Yeah. Like right. the police was not made to protect us. Like they think, wasn't here for us. They still not. Now, now listen, think about where the police came in. If you look mm-hmm. back through history, police came around to enforce slavery. It was like okay, we need somebody Absolutely. to make sure these niggas are what, acting what like was how it? we want what, them to. What would be what what would be the police on like a plantation? Like the overseer, like that nigga would kind of be like the police, now, like technically, but you technically. That 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 diverted into like when slavery was ending, there were still police. There were people that had to govern to make sure. Okay, you're a free man. Shit, right. let me see your paperwork. Right. Since, since you a free man, like. It's a lot of niggas around here that want to be free, man. Where's your little, you know what I'm saying? Where's your, your paperwork from the plantation that say you bought your freedom? Like, that's how shit was working. Mm-hmm. So, police just like that evolved into like, yeah, we doctor in the communities. We make sure everybody is safe. But what they left off, what the media didn't show for a long time is they never did that in the black communities. That's why we never felt safe around police. Like, Did y'all know that our, uh, our police systems is basically many militaries? Like they're basically many, a uh, mini military uh, police. Police, uh, police are department gangs, has a subsidiary. That's the biggest gang right now. It's police. the biggest gang. They have a subsidiary when it comes to being a, a, a <laughs> law enforcement, which is the SWAT team, and the SWAT team pulls up in armored trucks yeah. with tactical gear. And ready and to blitz you that's, right. that's just in like, case, right. but it's situations where it's happening. It's been bank robberies bank where right. it's like, okay, yeah, the cops can't handle this. Let's call our boys. You see the SWAT team pull up, armored niggas with armored helmets with, with light machine guns. It's like right. it's crazy because it's like when you, you know all the vehicles. Huh? Yeah. When the Fed got killed around, you seen all the vehicles. Yeah, niggas was deep it when the Fed got killed around. Like, it's a mini military that runs like our streets. Like literally. Think about think about how they govern our, our, our areas, bro. Like no matter what situation goes on, there's about five there's five regular police cars, there's about two ambulance, one fire one fire truck, and one SWAT truck. Think about that. 
they bring a whole small army to co- to come defuse the situation to govern but to you gotta govern un- the situation understand in reality in the 21st century it's police brutality has escalated so much like they know we don't like them so it's like to the mm-hmm. point they care about no. their safety more than ours it's like we don't, we're bringing five cars out here to enforce one that we're the police but two to make sure yeah y'all not shooting at uh, this officer and his his partner because it's six right. more of us like you know what I'm saying we all got guns on our hips and we could shoot you legally do a little off time and we back to work in six months like do y'all really want to try it like that's the the force the police have right now like I shouldn't be scared to call the police if I'm in danger like it's like damn they might shoot my ass like real shit but that's, nigga I called you that's the fear <laughs> they want to strike in the community because you gotta understand like think about what I said. When's the last time that you really thought, like, in an in a intense situation or a scary situation, like, oh, let me call the cops. Like, let me call 911. No. Uh, nah, like, it, for example, like, all of my homies, like, know. if some shit was really going down, it's like, we call each other. If I well, know, yeah, that's we true. Get that's it done, true. It's like, shit, we done me, together. Let me call but that's, 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 like, that's literally how we've been trained for what to, reason, to, to, to be know, protected, to be protective of each other. But why? Because we mean, know the cops yeah. can't do it for us. Because we know that they out here growing up. Like, shit, my mom always told me, don't ride with your hood on in the car when you drive. And all some shit, like, the cops yeah. might fuck, uh, pull you over and think you want some shit you really not. Like, right. that's something I heard my whole life. Don't ride around with your hat backwards or your hood on. And it's like, I always did this shit. But it's like, in reality, I can't. I seen the Trayvon situation at 16, 17, and that broke my heart. Yeah, it like, broke my heart, too. Nigga went to the street or to the store for Skittles in Arizona. Also, I'm like, I'm on FaceTime with my girl. And this Bama-ass nigga going to pull up on me flexing with a gun and shoot and, me. Like, And you know why he got off? You know why he got off? Because of the state Because of the state law of Florida, the open, the open carrier uh, rights, the fact that he can carry a firearm... And he can use that firearm on anybody because he feels like it's threatening his life. Now, listen, the, the crazy shit about that is technically he got off because of the laws. Mm-hmm. But if you really look at that, it it was deeper than that. That was like a political statement behind that. That was like, I mean, we want to show, show that if it's a black person getting killed, like at the end of the day, we really don't Bro, care. a nigga if got shot sitting off, in a car, fool. Like, how? Listen, oh, yeah. How, oh, yeah. How, listen, like, he, what? Did you what notice, did you notice that the make sense, to Did you notice the stance he was taking, though? Pass this. That's important. Pass this. Think about, think about the whole scenario. Because I, re- I want y'all to think about this if it, as if it were you. Because when I thought about this shit, I thought about it like, damn, that could have been me. The Nick, imagine you walking down the street on your phone. Somebody is in their car. They don't realize you in their neighborhood. They're like, all right, this nigga looks suspicious. Mm-hmm. They don't say nothing to you. They just like looking at you, riding right. in the car. Roll around the block. They come around, do it again. Now, this time, they get out the car and they barking orders at you. This is just a normal civilian. It ain't nobody in a police shirt. It's mm-hmm. just a nigga. Who are you? Why are you in my neighborhood? And you on FaceTime right. like... You're a young nigga like me. I'm who the fuck is you, bro? Like, why are you hopping out your car? Like, I'm thinking realistically. Like, I might have been mouthing off at the nigga. Right. I don't got. Even, I don't know. He got a pistol on his hip, so I'm mouthing off. I go to turn around, and you know what I'm saying. I go in the store, get my shit. I'm walking away. I see this nigga following me in the whip. He get back out and shoot me in my back. Right. And I die in cold blood. My mom and dad do everything they can. Spend a lot of their money to go to court, fight the whole trial, show that this shit was unjust. Right. And the cops let him off to prove the point that we don't give a fuck about y'all niggas. It's like, we want y'all to see this. We want the emotions to go through 
all the black people in America right. over and over and over. I mean, yeah, they killing so kids, fool. Like, so at that point, it's like I really, we, but they kill you. They, thought we gave that. a fuck? Tomorrow, no, bro. Tomorrow, we don't care about your fucking. I think I'm saying children. his last name wrong, but it was like nah, you saying yeah, it's him. It yeah. was a 13 or 14 Tamir. year old that had a Tamir Rice. Tamir Rice had a BB gun in the, in the park. It's like the joint had the orange cap on the top. It's mm-hmm. like they gunned you, him down. You got sight, nigga. You you can see the joint. I mean, I feel you. You thought it was a real gun, but. At the end of the day, why kill a child for that? We felt they, they, they felt it. They felt it though. Wait, 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 they go to jail. Didn't they feed that, that nigga that shot the, the people in the church? But then they asked him, what he, was he hungry? The most the yeah. most recent nigga. Why do you even listen, get that option? The most recent nigga that shot up one of the schools, they mm-hmm. they escorted, or he got escorted out. It's not like he got shot. Or he like, alive. He killed niggas, bro. Like, trust me, that's, that's shoot on sight. Like, that's shoot on sight if he's African American. But they do they do that they shit on purpose to get you upset, to get you angry, then that adds to the stereotype of you being an aggressive person. But it's like, do y'all see what the fuck y'all doing, bro? Like, you want to be like, oh yeah, like so, that's that's cool. So like, do y'all you, believe nigga, like, our society needs a leader? Do we need a new figurehead to make our movement stand stronger? Yes, but like they gonna kill that nigga. Yeah, but but here's the thing you though. Need it. You, you can need keep going though. That don't mean stop. You need revolution in any generation. You said Meek Mill might be the Meek leader. Meek Mill might be our leader. New model of the king, y'all. So I had so, a dream. <laughs> You, so, are you saying it just strictly off the fact that he just got let out of jail? No, he, he's saying that he, that he about to be doing more stuff. More, more talking? More talking, fool? Yeah, you let I'm sorry. He said him and the governor, um, he said him and the governor was talking or whatever, and now they got like eight laws that are about to be passed in like Philly or whatever for like, uh, right. for like jail reform, stuff like that. So, like, he's really trying to... Like do shit, and then like the owner of the 76ers and of the Eagles are like really good friends with him. Like he's saying, like it, it wasn't just for like publicity. Like they've been like cool for years. They don't miss each other's birthdays. Like if he needed some money, like they'll give it to him. Like he's like, a coach. What really team? Behind him. No, not the coach. The owners. Yeah, the, owners. the owners of the 76ers and the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. All right. Oh, somebody Which was saying I, they I helped Meek out, but they didn't give Colin a. Uh, Kaepernick a job, and that's you the said thing. Like, I don't want to play devil's advocate. Like, like you helping this nigga, but this is a nigga real life that needs help like, in, that, in your profession. Yeah, th- how much how much change are they going to let you make before they go? Okay, like, they just you know got Meek Mill out, and now they're yeah, working on laws job, to get changed in the state that he just got. You know what I'm saying? Like they, I think like it's like eight hundred thousand something people in Philadelphia that's on probation or some shit. Like they, like there's stuff I, that they're I, working I get what you're saying. I respect that, but you got people in your field, like in your fucking organization, that you could be helping, but you're like no. But then we're gonna help this up this rapper nigga out. Not to say it's it's good. Mm-hmm. It's it's good he's getting help, but it's like. You helping somebody else, so you need to help your people out first. Like this nigga, real life, he's trying to make a change, just like me. Real and he's playing football, but you're not helping him out. Y'all giving him the fucking ass to kiss. But Meek Mill, he's popular now. Everybody well, fuck nah, with Meek Mill, so let me help him out. That's that's fucked that's up. A, that it's a difference when you're a part of a corporation, a league, and you're just a, a separate entity. Like Meek Mill is one person. Like they're in a league of thirty something teams, and everybody has to agree mm-hmm. on this shit for mm-hmm. stuff to like move forward, right. or whatever. Absolutely. So you know what I'm saying? Like you, you have to 
account for that. And to go off, okay, to thank go you off for that. that it's I like know that. You imagine how much money the NFL would lose if they had fed into Colin Kaepernick's like idea or or what he That's was trying so to portray. That's so fucking crazy. Mm. That nigga was it. just oh, trying to think about it. But you gotta. Th- I mean, you, I, you I, I, I get what y'all saying. I really do. I, I feel you 100%. It falls back on money, and that's fucked same, up. It falls back on money, but nah, it falls back to principle. Because at the end of the day, they don't want to bend their principle on what they feel is right for with, for his movement and what's going mm-hmm. on. Because at the end of the day, the NFL came out and they were belittling Black Lives Matter at one point because it was like, they went back to that the typical shit. No, not, not Black Lives, all lives matter, matter, all lives matter. Right. And it's like... We get it, motherfuckers. We get it. Yes, everybody's life matters, but We're at the end of the day, who's getting picked right on now. the most in America right now? Can we get some help right now? We're the underdog. We just need a little. We need a push. We've to always get so, been the underdog. I'm, I'm not going to say I agree. Like with, I'm not going to say I agree with why they like feel that way because I absolutely don't agree. Right, but I, I understand. The, mm-hmm. I understand the platform of which the NFL states why they haven't made any major changes is because. If you think about it, the NFL is a private, a privately owned mm-hmm. company. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they NFL is literally based in the United States and is not played anywhere else, right? Mm-hmm. So think it's not, it's not uh, a net, right? Else. It's not. It's literally one NFL, one is me. Um, so my thing is right. You have a fan base based off the United States, right? And how many states in the United States are not? Uh, like democratic liberal states, you have a lot of majority conservatives and and radical states where people that live there don't believe in the movement of which black people are trying to get across, right? And if that's majority of your fan base, and then you feed into this, yeah. How do you what What's the biggest thing that a sport needs to thrive? Fans, because they pay for merchandise, they pay for tickets, and they go to yeah, every game. It falls back on money. So like once I was you saying. lose that, then what? You lose your economic structure, so you can no you can no longer fund your 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 company. Like you can no longer play football at that point. And what do black people not do? Pay for shit. Unfortunately, unfortunately, no. Wait, stop, stop, slow the fuck down. Now, before we go there, and now this is a t- statistic. We could get into this shit for real, but like. Black people, they spend the most money in our economy. Like yeah. when it comes down to it, we spend the most fucking money on everything. Stop on everything. It's that's. I really, feel like that's. It's just. I feel at, like it's in a splurge. Yes, but it's, Ooh, it doesn't matter how you're spending your high. money. What fucks us up is the fact we're not spending it in our community. That's what I'm saying. It's like it on, we'd rather go get a Gucci or a Louis before we go get some. Yeah, like some some shit around the way. That's, that's what I'm saying. Because the audience brand. member has something to say, so pause. Got you. Go ahead, audience member. Okay, so I hear the whole argument about how people say, like, remember when Amanda Seals was like, you guys will get the new Jordans but won't get a passport? Like, remember that whole argument? Okay, so I, okay, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Some some valid points she had made, okay? She, she went there. However, but this is the thing. People don't understand that, like, the black dollar is the most valuable dollar in America, right? But also, it's not only that black people are like, okay, you're buying Jordans or whatever. It's like... Black people, we don't invest money into ourselves. Mm-mm. So it's like my mom always complains about like the African American hair market is dominated by Koreans. We get our nails done by the Vietnamese. We get our car washes, construction. I mean, that's, the Mexican story is kind of different because it's like, you know, but like, 
I mean, I'm just saying, think about it. Like, we're buying shit from them that we made. Like, absolutely. Um, most job owners are white. So you getting your money from white people. You are not really making your own dollar either. No. I mean, we're, we're, also, we're inclusive in um, female CEOs as well too. Right. Like we're getting a lot more female CEOs to come out of college with high educations now, which is good. But we're not pushing. Women not playing. You hear me? No. Now, I think we now go back to this. We could go to the boys in the hood. In the hood, the whole buy back the block scene, like right, exactly. That, and you that's, know, it's this, that's I, what niggas have always failed to do. Like we we. We don't mind spending money, but like you said, we don't reinvest in our community. And you know what? I mean, let me not say you know what, but you know, it's a lot more. It's a lot more young adults that don't have this mindset. So, like, my my whole issue was, and this is basically what I, I'm trying to like mold over into my my own like um, self like vision, which right. is trying to help more young adults realize that you need, you can create another opportunity for another group of people around you without having those dividends to be able to explain them, know. right? Because opportunity doesn't necessarily have to have a dollar sign. It just has to have a vision and a vision that somebody else can see and grab and gravitate towards, right? Wow. So my whole problem with what basically your 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 topic is there's not enough people that don't have it with the mindset of let's change it together. They want to be able to get to a point where they can be comfortable by themselves mm-hmm. and then think, okay, maybe now I can help somebody. When it doesn't have to take that long, right? Because most people... You can start with your friends. Right, exactly. You can start... You can, you start can realize, little, start start with start in your circle. Y'all be talking about, we got a small life circle. Well, start making right. money with and them, fool, and that's going... You can help everybody else out, and then they're they going to help everybody else out. But think about how, un, I mean, like, inconstructive most of young, like, youth relationships are in their friendships like they don't have a lot of substance when it comes to being able to talk about these things that can be adults too that's, any, can, that's I mean, anybody bro it it's be. not just us bro but i know grown-ass our, people that cannot talk to one another it's not about the grown people anymore though because think it's it's now our generation to be able to mold what the, our next 25 30 years is going to look like right mm-hmm. because yeah. they're already living in their society which they're they're people like the people that kind of came a little bit before them and they're like their age group have already kind of like set in their ways because they're already done. They they already lived it. Now right? let me check on one thing. I'll say like it's another stat. Like if you've known somebody for six years, it's a good good like chance that you won't know them your whole life. It's like the fact that you've known them for that long, you'll probably put some effort into like keeping that relationship strong. In our generation, we we're built on instant instant gratification. Like niggas came up on video games that give you achievements right after you do some shit. You right. text somebody, you get a reply two minutes later, you blown that you didn't get like texted back. That like, shit still blow me to this day. The instant gratification Facts. and how shit happens is why a lot of things don't have longevity because the reason that you're getting into them isn't a long term reason in the first place. Right. So if you meet somebody smoking. You probably not gonna be their friend for too long because all y'all do is smoke. smoke. You feel me? Like <laughs> you smoke that unless, unless y'all build upon that and and uh, dive into other things. But like you said, a lot of people our age don't do that. It's like they, they might yeah, listen. I smoke with my best friend every day. And listen to music, what? but it's like that's all. Like they not they don't talk about ideas or throw shit out there or work on right. anything. It's not happening. Right. It's it's getting that productive. Productivity in your circle first, but that's why I, I I urge a lot of people to like step like step out your comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Like you you all right. So 
Think about this. If you go somewhere by yourself. I right? was literally just about to say that. Go right. everywhere you, by you, yourself. If, but think about If you go somewhere by yourself, right, and the environment that you decide to put yourself in, the first thing you're going to do when you get there is look to see what kind of crowd is in the room, right? Because you want to find, the, you want to be closest to the crowd that remotely images you in a sense. So you're right? talking about like going to an event or something. Just just be like just Because you out. can't go to the movies and like well, well let me right. view the crowd so, so I can see who to sit by. <laughs> like, you can't you can't talk to people in a movie. So like that 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 would be the different setting that you would go there by yourself. But let's say you went to like a um let's say you went to like a bar for instance, right? Mm-hmm. You went you went to a bar during like a, a happy hour. A, either a happy hour or that that daily lunch break. Where a lot of where if you are in a um, really busy area where there's a lot of like jobs, people tend to go out on lunch in groups, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're in a, in a social environment, you tend not to try to talk to somebody that don't resemble something that you're used to. Mm-hmm. Like naturally, you you just tend to stray away and get into a circle where you think you will fit in better, but you won't take that initiative to step and go talk to somebody that doesn't look remotely like you, but can invest in your your brain, like help you develop a mindset that you didn't have before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You As a 22-year-old, you want to find a group that's 22, all right, that is looking to turn up. You're not looking for a group that could be like a little, maybe a little bit older than you, right? It looks a little bit more like they're having a, more of a constructive conversation. And then implement yourself into the conversation. Now, a lot of people don't feel comfortable doing that. Because you're you're out of your you're out of your element, right? Yeah. But imagine if you decided to step out of that element to just have that conversation, mm-hmm. right? You never you'll never know who you'll find. You never know who you'll meet, and it puts you in a whole different uh, mode of thinking because right. like you're not thinking how you di- you normally would when you're mm-hmm. talking to somebody differently. You're not, and yeah. they're thinking completely differently. You you haven't so, met this. Person so how would you before, approach so you, somebody then? So it just, so all right. Do you like how often do you like do you go places by yourself a lot? Yeah. Okay, how often, like, like do you go, like, where do you go by yourself? So, um, it's easier for me to go out more so now because, of, like, the, the area I work, I take the train or I got to drive, right? Mostly I take the train because it's harder to, you know what I'm saying, park where I'm at, right? You got to pay to park. Park is like $20 a day. It's just outrageous. It's outrageous. So, by me having to ride the train, I get to, I, get, I go past a lot of stops that I can get off, right? I can get off at Crystal City. I get off Pentagon, Pentagon City. I can hop on any any line and go anywhere, right? So on a good day, I can decide to go and hop off at the Smithsonian train station, right? Right downtown and be able to just go walk D.C., walk the National Mall. And you, it's thousands of people out there every day, right? So the other day, I ended up going down to 14th, 14th Street, right, where Park is. And we went in the park and it was a networking event going on. So, magic. We don't. I don't know a soul in this place. I don't know uh, a friend. I don't know anybody. But it's a networking event. So there are corporate partners in this in this room. So if this interests me, I have no other way into con- like to talking to these people unless I talk first. Because no nine times out of ten, they're not going to talk to me, mm-hmm. right? So to implement yourself in a conversation, usually I, I I come to realize it starts with a tell me. It starts with a tell me about yourself, right? Because you can't talk to nobody unless they kind of get a sense of who you are. Because otherwise, it's like, why did you just come talk to me? You right? can take your smoke break. You can get to jail. It's like where you at. Yeah, dude. Shit like that. Right. Not like, just just a real quick brief summary like, of who you are. Tag him in, tag him in. Just tag him in. Come on. Come on, Dizzy. Like, when, when I was on a cruise, you know, that's 
like the thing that I do the most. Like I just talk to like random people or whatever. And like I was talking to like a whole bunch of like 50, 60, like you know what I'm saying? That's just like the normal people that I was talking to or whatever. And the way that I got into the conversations was literally just, you know what I'm saying? Telling them where I'm from and letting them know what's going on in my area. And you know what I'm saying? At that point, it's like, yeah, this is affecting my area. And like... I found out like white people deal with gentrification the same way that we deal with gentrification. Sure right. Like they you know, they don't want people in the country yeah. or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Since they gentrifying the cities or whatever, it's moving the black people out or whatever, and then they starting to build into the and country. Stuff is getting overpopulated Do you tend to find there, it so. easy or hard to be able to talk to a Caucasian male or a female? Now I'm gonna say I find it easier I find it way easier now than I did maybe 10, 11 months ago. But that's only because of the job and the profession I was doing. When I was right. doing door-to-door marketing, I had no choice. I'm talking to like hundreds of people a day. Like Usually that's the job. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? And it's crazy because they had us set up with scripts. But when you think about it, the way that the scripts were engineered is personable stuff. The way that you start a conversation, like you said, you're coming up to somebody, you're like interrupting their comfort zone and like engaging them in conversation they didn't have anything to do with you two seconds ago so you got to be assertive about it it's like i'm here for a reason this is what i'm doing so it's like hey i'm eric from power or whatever it's like that's saying what you're doing but after that you you try to find something that relates to that person like if it's a compliment if it's like oh you got a beautiful neighborhood how long have you guys lived here like I'd love to live somewhere like this. You spark it off with something that you you, you feel right. that person might be interested in. Right, absolutely. If you have a networking event, it's like, what, what are you here? Or like, what's your organization or who are you here with? And it's like, because they represent that, that's something that they'll talk to you about. They'll be prideful about what they represent. So, but I feel like in a network environment, you you have to you have to talk. Yeah, it's no. It, what's your point of being? That you can't just. Look at people like right, this is absolutely. a this is a a place for you to mingle like and right. all it is, is built for mingling. It's crazy. They put a, a title on it and it makes people more social. It makes them go there with the mindset with the mindset of, of talking. Yeah, like I'm going. To Audience member has um something to say. I just want to say if you um have like social anxiety or if you're like kind of shy, it's okay. Like someone will find you and still talk to you. I feel like that always happens. Like honestly, I'm just. Better be personal real quick. Like when I go out in public by myself, I I do it, but I'm I'm like I don't really be saying nothing to people because I'm kind of shy or whatever. Mm. But like sometimes I do, but when I don't, I feel like people always find me. Girl, like, you don't gotta be shy. Yeah, that that happens to me all the time. Like <laughs> nah, I feel I know like what you you're mean. gonna attract somebody. You're gonna attract somebody. Like somebody's gonna talk to you. Like, well, sometimes you just gotta build that attraction. Like it might it might be zero bridge at all. Yeah. But sometimes, until you start talking, you'll never know how close you can actually relate to this person until you actually start asking them questions. Facts. Like, and literally. Something that marketing taught me, like, I didn't start out perfect. That's something, like, especially trying to re- rely on scripts. Like, I'm trying to talk to people like a human being, but it's like, I got a purpose, so I got to say specific shit. So when I'm messing up at the door, like, it's making me, it's making certain people more personable because it's like... You're human just like I am. You're fucking up, but it's cool. Like, I fuck up too. Niggas would be like, don't even trip. Like, don't, like, how you feeling today? Like, don't worry about the job. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's like people want to be, at the end of the day, people want to be genuine and loving, but like, they got to find a reason to. So, right, absolutely. One by just being a genuine 
like outgoing person, it's like they can't turn you down. Like, hey, how you doing today? Like, right. I work. I watch my coworkers do that. It's niggas that was making bag doing marketing bag. just because they was like real life happy to be there every day. They making money. They smiling at it. Hey, what's up, man? Like goofy as shit, but like everybody they talk to, they put in a good mood just off of their energy. I, I find, swear, I find that my humor, them. my humor attracts people. Like right. that's. You gotta. That's, impl- my, that's my way in. You that's implement. You implement that humor immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> immediately on site. Like I rely so hard on my humor. That's the number one thing that actually bridges like relationships is having a sense of humor. Like literally, like, it, 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 it don't even. Got- something's kind of wrong with you because like I be saying some like <laughs> crazy ass shit. Like I do some wild ass shit, and the fact that niggas be laughing is like. Yeah, I fucked up. That's why I fuck with y'all. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got my humor. You know what? I like you. Yeah, You're and that's cool. the thing. It's but everybody's weird though. Everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, everybody's weird. Because on Twitter, about everybody be like laughing at the weirdest shit. Like we do some. Why? Why do we? What do we make? Like the uh, nigger, the nigger uh, navy or something like that. Like the nigger like, navy. <laughs> why that come from? Why are we <laughs> laughing at that, bro? The nigger navy. Black people because really transform like the worst yeah, things into humor. Nigga bro. Navy? Uh, I'm about to show you right now. I think humor just is built in black people though. Well, not every nah, black person's funny. That's a lie. I was about to say that is not that true. is a you lie. Crazy. I've met the corniest this, of black people around. Mm, I was about to name drop. Mm. <laughs> one of, one of the Some things, of these though, comedians is not funny in real true. life. Fact. Hey, you could talk about comedians. humor is built in pain, and black people got a lot of pain. So it's like you like yeah, but everybody's not funny. Yeah, yeah. Some of your yeah, pain translates to pain true. still because yeah. you're not making me laugh. So I feel sorry. <laughs> all, it, 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 you know what? I'm sorry. You just yeah, you're that. going through I, a lot, I, bro. I didn't expect that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I hope you get laugh. better. I hope you feel better. Mm-hmm. Go home, take a nap about it. You know, it'll be another day. <laughs> you'll be okay. Yeah, Humor's not for you. Right, you just come everybody's out there. Everybody's not blessed. I think humor's a talent. Did you Being just say funny. everybody's not black? Blessed. Uh, okay. But oh, everybody yeah. is a black, so either way, it's still fact. <laughs> right. If everybody was black, how y'all think the world would be? I don't want to think I don't. That. I, if it was funny, how do you think the world would be like? If everybody was funny, funny? I would die because I would be laughing all the time. <laughs> that should be funny if nobody was I'm going to be honest, though. Alone, I, I probably wouldn't leave my house if everybody was funny. Yeah, Because that, sh- that shit would probably make me a Be in the house in the dark setting. Everybody would be Everybody would be strong as shit. Like everybody's abs would be, be defined as hell. Yeah. Your abs would be abnormally defined. Nah, be one nah, of nah. If I had the PlayStation, do you know how much when, like, when you laugh, your abs are really working out? Like you're working your abs out every time you do a laugh. So if you're laughing twenty four seven, you are constructing abs. I'm going outside, nigga. I'm not membership where. But like, just what if go, everybody go was just one type of funny? Like, what if there was like, like no... Kevin? What if everybody was Kevin Hart funny? Okay. I See? wouldn't believe they were funny. <laughs> I'll kill myself. I, I would. Swear. I, I was. I was. Go I would stop you. laughing within the first week. I promise. I After that, just like that, you know. That shit would be funny for like two days. That's what I'm saying. I, I'll probably stop laughing after like the third hey, day. If, now, if somebody was like Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle funny, yeah. Yeah. Every would, day would, would be different. Like, it would be like, oh, I would shit, have to like, wear, I would probably have to live with diapers for real. Like, I would, have, I would shit on I myself. Think, <laughs> I think, <laughs> oh, God. I think, I'm, uh, I think I'm Dave Chappelle funny. Shut the hell up. You okay, nobody Dave Chappelle funny. That's facts, except you know Dave Chappelle. Funny? You know what's funny? I'm not even that funny. The fact that you've been skinny all your life, but you've had titties. Like, that's that's, that's, that's funny. <laughs> that, to me, is something. And could this nigga go that, up? That's natural. That's natural. <laughs> that's naturally funny. Men have breasts. But what was I about to say? Y'all can oh. get breast cancer. Get y'all shit checked. Hey. Yeah. Tip of the day. Hey, if, if y'all had to compare me to a comedian, who would it be? 
If I had to compare you to, to a comedian, care top. Like nah. The fact that, that he's work. black is disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. Sinbad. Sinbad. Sinbad? What the fuck? If I had to give you a type funny, mm, maybe be Marlon Wayne. No, no, not Marlon. What's the nigga off my wife and kids? Damien Wayne? Damien. Nah. No. Yes. No. <laughs> that nigga is stupid. I'm not going to lie. Almost, I almost said Eddie Murphy. Hell no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> See, listen. So Let's stop this first skip of all, right yeah, now. You're giving I'm, him I'm, so I'm much classic, fun. Man. No, nah. hell no. He if might be Damien Wayne, though. Damien Wayne? That's way too much fun. Okay. <laughs> Jemadiah. Jemadiah. If, if I had to give you like a Jemadiah. funny, bro, I think you would probably <laughs> be more so on the line. What's the breakdown? Like a Jay Farrell type funny. Jay Farrell. Like, like, who the fuck is that? Oh, that nigga rock with that. The dude that do the impressions. I can rock with that. That nigga funny, though. I told you a couple of times. I think because he copies people, you copy people. You're not funny, okay? Don't make me play these games with you, okay? Are you Denzel? Does it look like I'm Denzel? It look like you're dead. Does it look like I'm Denzel? You gotta do sound like him. Okay? Kill. We Listen, got Denzel hey, on the podcast. Hey, do not. I'm out of here. I'm not playing with you right now. This is not Fuck something I'm gonna play I with. Okay, this is not something that I will play with you. Not they, today. I mean, not ever. Not, no, no, I didn't say it. <laughs> not. Oh, not. At, I swear to God. Where is this podcast going, nigga? We don't. Denzel, get out of here. I will have to call my guy for you right now. Anyway, next topic. Niggas, stop driving in in Snapchat and record. Shut up, bro. Shut the fuck up, Denzel. Oh, let me talk. Hey, calm down. Alright. Alright. So uh nigga, stop driving in Snapchat fool. Y'all gonna die. Stop. Please do not drive and Snapchat your waves. Okay? Cause you gonna be hey, swimming hey, six cousin, feet deep if you keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. Really I crashed his car off that jank. Don't drive and look at your <laughs> he camera. He crashed his car because he was shit. Not, he had a fender bender cool. where he was snapping and shit. The nigga was snapping his waves and then boom. Now we're gonna name drop. Boom, right in the back. But niggas is missing it out here for real. Miss- your, your hair not even that great to Snapchat while you driving. I mean, it depends for real. You know what I'm saying? It could be different. Well, it <laughs> depends. Yeah, yeah. If you pee Diddy, you could do it. If you, pee, you know what I'm saying? You're a junk, you're a junk looking like uh, the Pacific. You know what I'm saying? On high tide, you like, oh, I got to get this photo real quick. You know? Boom. Accident. <laughs> so you get one of them lights that the girls be using. Nigga, they got yeah. dash cams. Like, like now I'm saying, get, get, you know, you know them little mirrors with the little light. Yeah, but first oh, yeah, of all, yeah. texting and drive any any contact. That's not texting with, and driving. Listen, listen, any contact with a device of any sort while driving is bad. Let's just get so, on texting and driving real quick. That's a whole nother situation. No, it is. That's shit wild I be texting and driving at night, and I dead ass don't be looking at the street. But look, <laughs> hey, no, no, lie. like I'll be driving straight and like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll be looking up, but then like out something like, oh, when I finally like dead ass look up, I'll be like, damn, like I'm this far. Like I didn't even know that I was like, damn, I'm, I'm almost home and shit. So does changing your music count as texting and driving? Nah, but it doesn't. What I'll say about that is like mm. fucking with your phone in general, just don't do it too close to other people's whips because my biggest thing with driving is what my people always used to try to tell me is 90% of the time it's not even what you doing it's what the motherfuckers around you are it's like if somebody in front of you is on some that shit if somebody behind you is driving too fast when you driving you gotta drive with yourself in mind but the other people's consideration too cause some people drive like dummies or like some people are old and don't know what they doing no more like that's why I drive uh, the safest out of all of my friends 
Yeah, he drops slow as shit, but you know we make it. <laughs> I be holding ass, but like shit. I be I be paying attention. Mm-hmm. Eric, you drive a hundred. Wait, hold on, wait, wait. Eric, did you introduce yourself in the beginning, fool? Did yeah. you say yeah, that? He did. Yeah, he did. You did. I'm just making sure. I, but yeah, this I nigga mean, be driving a hundred miles per, but look, per do hour. I not, my nigga. Like, do I not be paying attention like to everything? <laughs> tell him. Do tell I not be looking? Do I not be doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Yes, nigga. But why you going a hundred? Tell him you drive. I, I'm in the uh, I'm in the Mustang, you know. Yeah, you know. The, the, Flex the, on him. Mustang Shine on him. Gas little, on deck. Let me grind on him. Shit, tell him the year, fool. Yeah, what, what's the year? It's a 2017. God, what, what year is it? What year we in right now? What year we in right now? 2018. That's it's 2018. you close, nigga. Close. You got that new. I was in the year when I, when I got you see him. This nigga is shitting on y'all, but fool. But he won't line that Jane up at the at the, at the red light. Hey, I can't lie, you don't want that smoke. All right, look. Yeah, I already I told him before. Need. I already told him before, man. Just. Line that, line that up with that, with that, with that monster on the road. Okay, see, look, I'm, hey, I, 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 I'm not with the driving fast shit because I be having gas on. Hey, look respect. at I got that gas on. You, you just gonna tell these niggas that you riding around with, with stuff in your car, huh? You just gonna just. Oh, you think twelve? Gas on. Ain't shit twelve. You know what I'm saying? Hating ass niggas, they, they be all over. Fuck twelve. Gas on me wherever I'm at. So right. if you in church, <laughs> you got gas on you. Gas on me. Might have a roach on me. Hey, God said, "Come as you shit. is, right?" Fox. I come <laughs> smack. <laughs> you go to church, that, smack. That's him. Hey, oh, okay. So he, we got to be higher to God. Okay. Wow, Up that was a good one. one. <laughs> so if y'all get a girl pregnant and she about to, uh, she want to smoke a J. Mm-hmm. Bitch, bye. <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not even gonna hold you. <laughs> read a book. What the hell are you doing? I'm not gonna hold you. I like, might give her an like, edible. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? That's like. Maybe I'm not going fake because like I know it be happening. Don't don't even lie. But like we might on like on like uh Valentine's Day, like on her birthday or some shit. No. Like, some once, girls once they day, they yeah. be using like special, not some good, no. but like pregnant oh, like, people oh, use like special like hemp wraps. No. Even if we not smoking weed, I give her a little pen. I a mean, big pen okay, look, look, honestly, we because it's not as long uh, as she's not smoking. I, 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 I've done the research on this before. I ain't even gonna get into it, but like it, it's fifty fifty. Like it hasn't really been any cases where it's fucked it up, but it's the potential yeah. of it. Or whatever. and I will say they tell you you're not supposed to smoke. It depends no. how you smoke it because yeah. if you if you smoking a backwood and you pregnant, now that's, that's wild. Fuck that. Like, I might get Shorty a little vape pen. Let her get her little thing on. But, like, even then. Gotta do your Googles, Bobby. Yeah. If she <laughs> early in her pregnancy, if it's a developed baby. So, we have stomach, one maybe, one no, and no. Nope. Oh, you're a maybe too? I'm a maybe. So, two maybes and a no. No. <laughs> Let us know in the comments how you feel. No. <laughs> We're not trying to have kids. Yeah. No. No, no you're not gonna have kids. Oh wait, no, nah, nah, yeah. I yeah, said yeah. when, nigga. Oh, when, when kids? <laughs> no, there's no, there's no time frame on on, on kids. Yeah, um, there's no time. Frame. Twenty five so, to twenty eight. After not, that, like, so that, that's when I'm I was stopped. Balls off, huh? Well, that's when I was stopped. Balls gone? Nah, I can't do it. <laughs> that's Get when I was stopped. or neutered? Because you get what I'm saying. I'm in uh, between Pete. the ages of 25 to 28. I would like to have my first kid. So what if you ain't in a relationship at that age? Oh, I'm not having a kid. All right, boo. That's all I had to make sure. I just had to make sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't retarded. I ain't bad. I just figured that, you know what I'm saying, some niggas would just get uh, anxious. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm 25, kid. <laughs> you got to do it somehow. I'm not a nut ass nigga. <laughs> you, heard, you, heard, you heard him, right? They got to come out one way or another. Huh? It's just one nut ass nigga in the room. Relax, relax, relax. 
Nah, nah. <laughs> we not rocking like that. I can't it's lie. Like, I, I've been on the wild shit before, but like, never. Heavy. Yeah, never uh-huh. on no kid shit. Like, we, we not going there. I don't know how a kid would tie into these plans. You know so, what I'm wait, wait, wait. If you got a girl pregnant and she was like, yeah, I'm going to abort it. How y'all feel about that? Yeah, mm. uh, <laughs> that's tough. Can I? Yep. All right, so it's I'm gonna be, be 100 transparent with you. It depends on who's talking <laughs> to me. You know, like, like <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. It depends on who's talking to me. Factual. If I'm getting a phone call, if I'm, getting, sound, a, if I'm or... getting a phone call from a girl I don't know, and we had a and we had a, a thing, and it just turns out that she was pregnant four weeks later, right? I mean, you was like, yeah, I ain't, I don't want to keep this baby. I I'm, I mean, hey, you know, do what you got to do. Like, make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Cause, <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell happen. you like this. I, just because, like, when I was younger, I did my research. Abortions cost 500 So she coming to you for 250 or 500 all bucks. Just be be prepared. You know how that goes. 100 For real, for real, don't even be getting, don't even, don't even be nothing in if you don't got 500 to spare. That's how I feel. If you don't have an uh, expendable 500 on the ready, don't be nothing in Like Real shit. I ain't never have to do this research. Hey, not, nah, that wasn't for personal reasons. I just what? checked just in case. You feel me? I swear. Listen, I'm not, I'm not with the, I'm not with the shooting the club up shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I already can't stand women, so standing the woman with a, with, with being pregnant. <laughs> this nigga gay. Oh man, I can't stand. You shit, can't you talking stand about women. Gay? I can't stand women. Most of them gonna tell you they can't stand women. We love women, but we can't stand. Hey, we can't stand. I'm not against birth control, but I'm with it. Wait, what? <laughs> you heard me, nigga. Wait, that's that's. I don't that like broccoli, exact but I don't thing. like broccoli. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? No, no. You no, meant to he, say that I'm you, saying no. Nah, I'm not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, nah, think nah, about nah. it. I meant exactly what I. I'm not against birth control. You know what I'm saying? But, but I'm with it. You feel me? Like you with if she if she say right. If so she, if you're not against nigga, it, nigga, that's, that's the same thing. Nigga, you just slowed it down and still yeah, said yeah, the same thing. The opposite of yes is no. The opposite of love is hate. The opposite of being with it. Nah, nah. It's not being love. I don't. I'm saying that for the point of free will. I'm saying like if you if you're a male in the twenty nigga, that's what with it though. Birth control. That's pretty much saying you're against the woman's right to choose. Because at the end of the day, nah. Okay, a nigga. Alright, look. Control. She can't choose that. So what you said. So basically, with I'm saying if it's her choice. If it comes to it, if it comes to it, hey, it's hey. But I don't advocate for it. Yeah, exactly. I don't advocate for that. That's what she's saying. He wouldn't be like, yeah, go get an abortion. But if she was like, I think we should get an abortion. It's like, like, hell, if you feel that way. So all three y'all like, it is. I mean, it depends. It's that. It's literally and that's real live. If I wanted to get the kid aborted, if this a girl like that, I might be thinking I'm wife, and then she trying to get my kid aborted. It's like, nah, we might gotta keep that. We might have. I really don't plan on getting an abortion. Yeah, I'm not a. See, I'm not gonna have to be in a situation where I gotta abort. I gotta keep that. You feel me? Texas, nigga. I got you pregnant. Shit. I mean, it's it's us. You know, that's how I feel. <laughs> Man, I don't want no fucking kids. Fuck kids right now. Only not Nah, y'all right yeah, keyword was right now. Keyword. Yeah, right now. Keyword. Okay. Right now. right now. Right now. Later on. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I was thinking about it because I don't know if I want to bring a kid into this world. This world is really fucked up. Shit, I plan on changing this world. This but world. you know, I mean, I'm I guess if you raise a real ass kid, I mean, they're gonna be alright. I mean, I'm trying to be Will Smith. First of all, what the yeah. fuck? That's a real life. <laughs> I'm trying to praise no. Jesus. I mean, no, no. Y'all but, see Jaden yeah. Smith mode? Do you want to be Will Smith or do you want to be better than Will Smith? No, I'm saying. Y'all I'm see that be nigga Jaden Smith? 
You I'm see saying you like, 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 that is, <laughs> like, that is like a, per- both, both of his kids are like perfect. And his oldest son. I mean, like, Willow is an icon. That's a legend right there. Too. It's like they both doing their own thing. And like, you know what I'm saying? People could say Jaden is weird. People could say Willow's weird. But at that point, that's what's making them an icon or like separate entities from their father. Right. Absolutely. They, they have their own identities, which they capitalized on. Because he taught that. That's Nah, they came into that. Let me. I'm about to just. Mm, stick. I feel like they they, they can't they can't okay. think about mm-hmm. it's like, it's a lot of child celebrities or child stars that <clears throat> failed. I mean, or I, like you know what I'm saying, came into wealth or had somebody that put them on and then they fucked it I up. Feel, I feel you, but look at who we talking about. We're talking about Will Smith here. Like he's a, he's basically the the cream of the crop when you. Want That's to why he want to be opportunist and being able to help people take. That, take advantage of opportunity. Lawrence Fishburne. But think, this conversation Lawrence just took a, a whole one eighty. Lawrence Fishburne is a porn star. Okay. Right. And this I, nigga, he, no, he, I mean, he was making money right off, off selling ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit, for a couple films. It was like, <laughs> so we're going to cut to the next topic because you just said exactly what you just said. So um, <laughs> the next topic is saying, dating bro. outside of your race. Yay. I'm, I'm already with it. You you dating outside of your race? Wait, what? Dating no, yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with it. I haven't done it, but I'm with that shit. Okay. I just like want to get married to uh, a Filipino dude. Mm, um, yeah, I'm with day and outside my race. I don't know how that's gonna go though. Eric. Yeah, I've been there. Audience member. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I don't want to. But if I do, I mean, I guess. Yeah, like. There's nothing wrong with dating outside your race. Mm, okay. Okay. Right. Nothing wrong with it. I agree. There's nothing wrong with dating outside your race. However, people have preferences, you know? Like you just said, you want to marry a Filipino girl, right? So, like, for me personally, I feel like I would date outside my race, but preferably, I want to marry a black man. You know what Dang. I'm saying? So, it's like... Yeah, I mean, everything, everything. I'm, I'm, I'm with... Look, I'm a, Love I'm, is love. I yeah. want a black woman... I would, love, I would love. I would love. To, mm. I would love. This nigga just say one liners. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. and then they both. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Casper. Yeah, I'm sure we uh, all sit here and say that we would want to marry. I mean, we would love to marry the same race in as us. I think so. Me and Gordo was talking about it. I think the other day, and we were talking about how like <clears throat> a lot of like black women like cancel black men when they date a white girl, but like black men don't cancel like black women for dating like a white man. To like women, because we don't care. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you we don't care, if you like people, <laughs> I still fuck with Childers Gambino, Jordan Peele, like yeah. people that have white wives. Like, you know what's crazy? They though? still like, oh, Dave Chappelle so dated an Asian girl, an Asian woman. Uh, Jordan Peele after he put the the movie out, just off the fact that like he had a white, wife. but it's like it's yeah. too late. Y'all yeah. been like he but been married to her. Like, also, I feel like it's not just like. One sided. I don't. Th- it's like I feel like it's both on each side. So I'm like I feel like for men, there's black men who don't like it and have an issue with it. And but they're, they're not it. as vocal as, oh, as no, no, black no, no. women. They're, like women well, be like, no, he's fucking canceled. You like know what it is, why the though? fuck? No, hold on, wait. Like hold on, hold on, wait. And like in Atlanta, I think. Uh, yeah. It was that one episode when the black girl was like real life yelling at the white girl because she was like, you like you shouldn't be dating this black guy. Like mm-hmm. he deserved better type shit. And it was like. That's really how black women be though. Black women, well, um, I can't be offended. Be like, oh my gosh, that's so fucked up that he made her like that. But like, women be like that on the internet, and like, 
where they'll be like, no, bitch, like, you should not be with this nigga, like, you're white. Do y'all feel like a, a lot of black women have a lot, like, a mm-hmm. of hatred, like, just stored away, uh, like, toward, I, I don't want to say towards black men, but it's like, it's, it's a, it's a love-hate type of relationship. And it like, shouldn't be, because you need to love the black man. There needs to be that bond. But you gotta... Not it needs to, to be a get structure. Super deep on y'all, but no, you like, had to get super deep. This goes back to slavery. Like, they exactly. Exactly. Right. Look, look, they broke our families since slavery. Like, right. the image of a dysfunctional black family was right. the thing. It's like, okay, the nigga is supposed to have the baby, then leave and go AWOL. Like, that's how it's supposed to be. Because back then, it was like, after slavery, shit, yeah, I can make money for me. I'm a free man. But shit, if I just started a family... Damn, like I, I might have to get low on my wife. Like I can't take care of all of us. It's me or y'all. And people was really making that decision. Like, shit, I'm going north. I'm leaving my family south because I can't handle that. So like, going forward, it's like the dysfunctional family came so far. It's like in the '80s and the '90s, we were supposed to be looked at as the generation where it's like nobody's parents was together. You you don't see a happy marriage because. Everything's breaking apart, but it still does exist some places, but right. black love just isn't preached. So like that hate comes from the right place. It's just like we don't know where it comes from. So like they don't know why they taking it out on us. It's like niggas ain't shit. But why do you feel that way? Because they leave the relationship because their fathers did the same thing, because their grandfathers did the same shit. Like I you know what I'm saying? I hear what you're saying, and I agree 100%. But I was also going to add on, I feel like, because you asked, um, your question was, do you think it's like a love-hate thing for black men and black women? I feel like, because earlier we were talking about generational things, mm-hmm. and I feel like this generation as a whole kind of just has like this real, like, I, like, do you ever notice like Twitter is nothing but men talking shit about women and women talking shit about men? Mm-hmm. Like, people spend all their time like berating each other, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's like that's kind of like implemented into how we interact with each other now. It's almost <clears throat> like even okay, not to be like dramatic, but like even into like simple stuff like roasting, like how we communicate by going on each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny and it's, it is, it, but like that shows how like communicative it is. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like on our level is this how we, that's how we're friends. But then yeah. it's like people talk shit about men and talk shit about women. And then I don't know, is an argument starting and then, mm-hmm. then it's just like, well, fuck all men, men are trash. And it's like, bitches ain't shit and blah, blah. And then most of the time, it's always, who who's the headliners? Who's the, the catalyst of these arguments on Twitter? It's black Twitter, is it not? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, you know. I, I feel as though that derives from us not knowing how to like effectively like love and communicate with each other. Like we have an issue with being able to just actually mm-hmm. sit and have conversations Niggas think it's gay to say right. I love you. Well, and, and it's not even not even the fact that I mean, you don't gotta say it all the time, like every time. I, 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 like, I, it's a lot of people that I know that don't use the words "I love you" in any setting. Like you don't say it to your family, you don't say it to people that's close to you. Like they really just refrain from using these these like terms of endearment to people you know because is, they don't know how to they don't know how to effectively like. Of regurgitate their uh, emotions to people because they feel like they won't like they you won't understand or you won't accept that I'm I'm trying to be this vulnerable with you and you're just scared to know how they're gonna take it so instead of actually giving it out I'm gonna just hold it in so it's a lot of situations where as young adults we see people on Twitter trying to find these relationships that they're longing for but you're talking on a social media when you're not talking in front of somebody's face. Yeah. 
So when you're not when you're not face to face with people, you don't know how face to face reaction or conversations want to affect you. Because I can talk to you on the internet and this not be the person that I want you to that I want you to see. And right. then when I see you in person and this and this ain't the image that that you so called think I painted, then it becomes an issue. So now at this point. I don't even want. I'm trying to stay away from being this vulnerable and face to face because I don't know how this is going to work out. So I think we we lack a sense of being able to take ourselves off the internet and be more personable in person. Because that's why a lot of relationships fail. Like you start off, you start off with trying to be connected and and talk, and like having communications, and then you get physical, and then once you get physical, you start losing communication. Like as soon as the figure, as soon as the physical start. Y'all just somehow stop communicating. You you don't know how somebody else is feeling. You're inconsiderate of their you're inconsiderate of their feelings. You don't want to. You just want to basically pile up how you feel and want them to understand without having you understand them. It's like it's it's really a, a disconnect with us where nothing's long lasting. Friendships are long lasting. Relationships and family shit is not long lasting. So we got to change that as a whole. Being able to just be be in person and feel each other instead of trying to feel each other by retweets like oh yeah I was thinking that same shit and it's, it's a 1500 15,000 people that already done retweeted the shit and y'all think oh well we are the same as humans but if I don't talk to you in person I don't know your life experiences so are we really that close like that's that's simply how I think we need to fix this shit is by having better communication in person mm-hmm. take that take that that social aspect out of facts any any final words we're in the 21st century, though. I mean, it's sad to say, but the social won't be taken out of it at this point. Like, it's only going to be upgraded and enhanced for the simple fact. Think about I believe it, like, that. Yeah, like, think but about it, it realistically. Like, our, our little, uh, our younger siblings and the kids that are growing up under us, like, they're growing up with this, this technology in their hands. It's not like they got to wait till they're five and six to use the 96 Dale, you know what I'm saying? They didn't really do shit and get to the evolution of technology. Mm-hmm. They see like technology at its best as soon as they're here. So like disengaging with it is going to be way harder because they're brought up on it. You feel me? It's hard for us. I mean, think about it. When's the last time you got off Twitter for a month or Instagram for a month? Like not because we can't, but because it's like part of our program and we didn't did it for so long. Like at some point during the day, it's like, all right, I'm going to check Instagram or use it for this marketing scheme or do this with it. But like that's been added to our programming. It's not like it was always around. MySpace was the same thing. That was the start of it for a lot of people. But I like, never had a MySpace. I feel you. I, I, did. I did. But like, yeah, after that, it was Facebook then Twitter. But like it's like that social aspect. People need to learn how to take a step back from it, but I feel yeah. like it's so hard because it's in everything we do yeah. now. It's everywhere. Facts. And people don't want to take a step back from it because it's so convenient. Like, yeah, I don't have to go see you. I can just go. I can just go on your Instagram story or Snapchat or Twitter, and then that's how I know what you're doing. Right. And Absolutely. then that's it. I don't need to call you. I just <laughs> saw what you tweeted. You I just saw. I just I saw what you took did. a picture of. Yeah. I think my last thought, and I want to, well, this is what I'm going to implement type. Um, I want to help everybody like get a sense of what the opportunity divide is and then help people like with trying to basically bring our community a lot closer than, it's, than it is currently. A lot of people don't want to help the next 10 people 
reach their ideal goals. And it's like, I feel like that's the issue. So when y'all, you know what I'm saying, go follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, and uh, I'm going to start this movement to try to basically help our black communities, black, black youth and black children get a sense of how this world works and how we can manipulate it and be able to, you know what I'm saying, see our dreams and goals come true. So, yeah, just stay tuned for that, and we're going to get we're gonna get this movement started. Yeah. Add name on Twitter. Add name on Twitter uh, is Jay Styles. Um, also, follow me on Instagram, Jay Styles. Neon Visuals, ENT for uh, videos, promos, and photography. Hit me up. Gordo, final thoughts? Final words? Final quote? I'm about to roll this guy. So, uh, Audience member, final thoughts? Man, it's, Come on, it's God tuning off from Sim Studios. If anybody needs any graphics or web design, you know where to find me. It's Sim Studios, S I M M S T U D I O S on Instagram, and then it's Sim Studios HQ on Twitter. If you're looking for me, and stop missing it out here on these streets, young niggas. Real shit. Well, get your mind I, right. Yeah, that. Uh, uh, my final words is a. Uh, just love your friends and make sure your friends is good and work with your friends because you don't your friends represent you so if they're not doing shit you're not doing shit um everybody that was on the show today love you guys we're gonna get this money you too let's do it we're gonna get all this shit and uh fuck these whack ass niggas don't be missing it